Hey, 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 welcome to the Sports Reverence Podcast. Reverend Drew Martinless this evening, but that's okay. I got the coach, my big bro, with me. He knows sure. all the stats, all the analytics, and he provide he provides that encyclopedic level of sports education. Wow. Um, wow. And now we get to talk a lot more basketball because you know. We can have some takes with, with uh, without Drew. So, Coach, how are you hey. doing? Coach is good. How are you after that wonderful, eloquent soliloquy about who I am? I'm doing good. Um, it's been it's been a fun week so far. It's real warm and nice here oh. in uh, in uh, Toronto. And, you forgot uh, where you were. <laughs> I where I was. I'm just trying to get this this uh, this Instagram going here. I don't know what's going on. Uh, well, I'll tell you, it flurried here today. There we go. Which was terrifying. It flurried. Oh my goodness! It hit like 15 here in wow. in uh, in Toronto. Wow, this is wild, man. It's wild. It's nice here again, and we are rolling. Sorry for any technical difficulties. We are up and live. Let's get into some sports reverence, quick hitter news, Coach. Um, All right. There are major injury woes for the Toronto Blue Jays. Injury bug has hit them. Highlighted with Kirby Yates, uh, he's heading for season-ending Tommy John surgery. There's also minor injuries to George Springer and Robbie Ray. The NHL postpones three more Montreal Canadiens games due to players testing positive for COVID. The Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson's facing 14. Now it's up to 14 lawsuits alleging sexual assault. Lakers icon and Clippers exec. Elgin Baylor has passed away at the 80, at 86. And LeBron James, as most of you know, has been sidelined. He's up to missing several weeks, potentially up to seven or eight weeks with an ankle sprain. Before we go anywhere else, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Are you a car guy? Do you love working on cars or are you like me? I know next to nothing. Either way, the Revolution 6 shop is for you. At the Revolution 6 shop, they do car maintenance and performance customization. They also have their six parts online car parts store. Currently, they're selling track one coilovers and fabrication parts. They also sell K-tuned parts for all Honda models. You will find a great price for those parts at the six parts online store. Find them on Instagram at six parts, the number six, I-X-P-A-R-T-S. Find six parts on Instagram. Again, find them on Instagram at the number six, I-X-P-A-R-T-S. All right, we are back. We got lots on the docket today. It's the madness. My favorite back, time baby. of the year. Yeah, how badly did I miss the March Madness tournament from last year? It's absolutely Honestly, wild. I... I I didn't realize how much I missed it until it's back on TV. And it's just like it's. I think like the first four days of the tournament might be like my the favorite best. days in sports. Yeah. I like I think my favorite days in sports. Period. It's it's just back to back to back games all day. So before we start into anything, um, we're gonna mm-hmm. talk. We're gonna talk uh, March Madness. We'll talk a few different topics of March Madness. All the Cinderellas going on. We'll get into some NBA talk as well. Um. What's just your initial thoughts of this tournament and the difference of how it's been without fans in the stands and all that? 
for me personally, I think you really miss the aspect of fans. Because in NBA games, you have people who've paid tons of money, and it's just like they're just there for show. It feels like for like at least in the lower bowl. Whereas, you know, you have your fan section, your student section, and it's just nuts. Right. There's a lot of cheering, a lot of hype. You got the bands playing, uh, a lot of noise, and it ties in with the emotion of the players. So to have everything so empty has been quite a quite a change. Quite a, it's not as the, it's not the same, you know. But it's, it's cool to see some places being able to have fans, as well. Yeah, for sure. I think it, uh, it's like there's four games forced to overtime in the first day, and it was like they hit the shot, and it's supposed to erupt, right? It's supposed to be yeah. like, yes, yeah. but it was more like uh, the, you can hear the players screaming, which is kind of cool. But like it's just not the same. Um, mm-hmm. But the college basketball, the the level of play has been pretty good. I think um, I was I was a little surprised. I you know I thought maybe we'd see a little bit more nerves and rust because they had most of them took a year off, right? There's, yeah, I guess so. But they've already been playing for a little bit. I guess yeah, that's true. It's like they just started like practicing two that's weeks true. ago. That's true. Right. So. So. I don't know, it's been it's been interesting. It's the, been interesting. The big news around to start the college basketball tournament was all this gym equipment discrimination, where the the women's bracket had uh, uh, one set of barbells, and the boys, the men's, had this full gymnasium, and and it, and we can all agree, we all kind of know that obviously that's wrong, and it's just a, it's funny how the NCAA responded. They responded by giving excuses by saying there's not enough space and all these kinds of things. And it's just like, what? What are you thinking? Typical NCAA response. like Big time. I've, I don't know who thought it was okay to have a set of barbells <laughs> for the women's side. Like, I, I really don't. I don't, I don't, especially nowadays, the last year and a half, we've seen such an influx of social justice warriors and things like that. That you'd have to imagine if everything was not exactly equal, that there would be an outcry. Well, and, you know, I I I get it that yeah, the men's side brings in way more money. I, I Swaggy P pointed out. Yeah, but that's that's different than yeah. just providing basics. Yeah, right. Like, for example, I'll give you an easy example: the U.S. Women's National Team for soccer. They're expecting equal pay as the men's. Now, I don't think that's fair because the men just bring in more money. Now, if you're talking about an equal percentage of the pie, sure, all for that. Like, the men, let's say the men make 25%, women should make 25%, right? There's a few other things that are added in there, like healthcare and stuff that aren't on the guy's side, but you can't just expect a team that draws, let's say, 10 million a game versus a team that draws 100000 a game to pay the players the same. It just doesn't make sense. But in this case, so I, like, I mean, you just, it just, I, somebody's got to get fired. Somebody just has to get fired. Like, it's just so a non-starter of having, I said about, like, if we, everybody saw the picture, which is the worst thing. Yeah. Like, at least and if, then the, they if dropped excuses, like, just yeah. take the L and let the president of the NCAA step up and say, okay, Let's fix this wrong. Let's not give excuses. Yeah, and he's already dealing with 
players protesting, and he's like, oh, we'll meet you after the March Madness. And it's, it's just a bad look. And every year, basketball in particular gets this black eye when it comes to the NCAA because it's such, A, it's a bunch of crooks. B, they're dumb. <laughs> See, there's a B this time. Yeah. And C, it, it's the same mentality over and over and over again. Right. It's all about the money. It's all about greed. And it's it doesn't it's not about helping the players. No. Right. Not at all. Which is really unfortunate. Yeah. It is. It's terrible. And yeah. okay. So it kind of all before before we get into the basketball talk, let's just get out all the stuff. Okay. Yeah, let's get fair. out all the dirt. Um let's talk about the NCAA basketball players themselves. Should yeah. they they bring in well the men's side, um, women's side bring in a good percentage, I think, but not nearly as much as the men's side, and that's just the reality. Um, but regardless, should the NCAA players be making money because they're bringing in billions for some of these uh, organizations, for some of these universities? What are your thoughts? I think they. Sh- I don't think they should be paid by the colleges or universities. They're already getting their, they are supposed to be trading their talent for education and boarding and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I don't think there should be a, a pay to play kind of thing. Now, if let's just say Nike wants to sponsor an athlete, what's nothing wrong with that. Right. They're going to sell Nike gear. So, it's a, it's a, I, the problem is, is that there's antitrust laws that govern all different kinds of states. It, it has to be at a federal level what the actual rule is going to be like. And we know out in California, they're saying athletes can get paid now. Uh, I think it's interesting because because of this pay issue, at least in basketball, players can now go to the G League. And play for a year. Big time. And that's right? why we're seeing all these stars that aren't in the tournament this year. Yeah. Which is actually, I think, is fine. Because if you think you're that good, you go to the G League. And if you're not that and you get dumped around, well, then you've, you've hurt your draft stock, so to speak. But maybe you've opened your eyes into what you should be doing. Yeah. Right? I, I, it's, a, it's a difficult question because it brings up the eligibility thing right. as well. Which and I think is going to change again, again, soon. Probably because it's like, oh, let these guys play. They're 18, whatever. They can go to the G League. But if you're a GM, there's a lot of pressure on you to make the right picks. Are you really going to hand an 18-year-old you know, a couple million right off the bat without seeing him being an adult for a bit? Even if you go to college, and sure, it's cushy, but like you have to survive. Yeah. Like, you have to get yourself to practice got to show up, maintain at least a minimum GPA of some sort. And it gets you in a true routine of a professional athlete, at least. Yeah. Like, so. if you look in Europe, like Luka Doncic and those guys, even Rubio, they, sure, they are playing when they were 14, 15. But they were also dealing with things like having bills to pay, yeah. having to travel, doing going here, going there, making sure their passport. Like, they have – sure, they have help. But they still have to get to the gym and, and do those kind of things. Yeah, big time. Right? So, so 
Should they get paid? You know what? If you are, let's say, Duke University, maybe house them somewhere a little nicer. You know? Give them some better treatment. Yeah, like, sure. You bring in X amount of dollars to that university, they can spend a percentage. If Nike wants to, you know, sponsor whoever, fine, let them get paid. It just seems unfair, though. It seems unfair, like, okay, yes, they are getting their scholarships and they're getting um, their housing, all that stuff, but mm-hmm. they they still don't um, they still don't get really anything else, right? They, uh, Richard Sherman talked about when he was a college athlete, his bank account was in was in the negatives his whole time there, and and uh, and how, like how does he like? See, pretty- that's interesting to me because it's like okay, your bank account's in the negatives, and you're talking about being poor, but how many parties did you go to? What were you spending your money on? Right, there's a two-sided coin to everything. Yes, but then he has to do more than every other student. He has to go to practice. He has to do two a days. He has to play games. Right? Yeah, but I, to me, it's like, what are you spending your money on? Well, he didn't probably didn't have much money to spend, and right, like, so he probably didn't have to spend a lot regardless because he had all the food and all the stuff for yeah. him. So if you're telling me like he's upset that he couldn't go party hardy, well then you know what, bro? Well, he never said party hardy. He just yeah, but that's that's what this is what he's implying, right? It's like, oh, I didn't have money, I just negative. Give me a break, give me a break. This college sports, if you are not, if you don't understand this fact, you don't, you shouldn't be playing. College sports isn't about learning. It's not about building skill set. It's about a being business. It's a big business, and you have to treat it as such, right? Yeah, it's great to see. You know, you got 64 teams of maybe, you know, 15 guys on each team. All these kids out, then they're kids, they're 18, 19, 20, like they're kids playing their hearts out. But 1% of those kids know it's a business for them because they're on going to the next level. Yeah. Even in college football. Yeah. So that, isn't that proving so, the point that this is all they have? This is it. They should be getting something for it. It's like having a job, a, a full time job while going to school full time. Well, they, they don't even go to school. Let's be real. Well, they have practices and tutors scheduled around them, but still. Yeah. Like, still let's let's be tutor. honest. They No, not really. Yeah, of course they do. They will, they will get pushed through. You don't – let's just say – let's just use Richard Sherman as an example, okay? He's a smart start, guy, though. That's a bad guy to use. Okay. Okay. There have been so many stories. Like, even think about the last few years where grades were made up, classes were made up, attendance was made up to push these guys through to make them look good. True. What happens to university? Oh, you're doctor million dollars. Oh, there's a scandal. Well, they, what, who cares? They've made so many more million off these kids. Right? So that's what I'm saying. If if you're going to treat it as a business, maybe you don't give them a salary, so to speak. Right? But maybe you give them access to like a stipend of some sort. So okay, can you explain the – like they can make money off their likeness, they said now. Yes, correct. So what does that so mean? Like, for like EA Sports March Madness, let's say they come with a video game. Right. Right? And let's say for you, your starting point could be UNC. College football is coming out with a game in the next two years again. Great, right? So you got Chandran on the back, UNC on the front. You should get some of that money, right? Because yeah. they're using your likeness. Yeah. I don't know how much they're going to give you, but even if you got – Honestly, a dollar per every game sold. That's money coming your way. Right? That's what how 
that's what Nike gonna you know sponsor you. Jordan Brand will give you a couple hundred grand over your time. You know, like if you're that good, like the the idea that this has to be fair is a fallacy. It's just false because it's all about being business. It's a business. It's not about giving everybody equal opportunity. Okay. Why okay. do you why do you think this all goes to the why do you think why do you think there's always been a select few schools who are great? Because they get the best players because they probably bribe them in some sort of way. But they also know that if you go to these programs, not only will you get top tier coaching, you get top tier exposure, you'll meet the right people in the in the market, right? It's just like no it's just like, you know, working like working for your family. Well, it's just like John Calipari was a a funnel to the NBA for these guys, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right? So it's a give and take. Okay, so with all this being said now, the the whole the whole all these you are missing you're absolutely missing star power now in the March Madness tournament. Um Yeah. I I I couldn't tell you who the best player going in the number eight guy is in the NCAA yeah. men's basketball right now because the star power has all gone to the G League, which is kind of scary. Um, in the in terms of, you know, will March Madness be as epic as it will always be? Like, they took away yeah. the stars, and it's still been fun. It's been filled with Cinderellas. It's been the most upsets in tournament history. Right. And plus, you throw in the COVID aspect. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I agree with you. I think it's gonna the the idea of what March Madness is going to definitely change. Yeah, but how many how many players have dominated an entire run? Melo, Durant, yeah. Kemba, a handful, only a handful, only a handful, right? So yeah. I think the idea about March Madness, while it's star driven in terms of matchups, a lot of it is. How well do the teams play together? True. Right? Because yeah, yeah, you you said Mello and Durant. Ben Those Gordon, guys were Kemba. Yeah. But but they didn't Kemba didn't put up the whole like his, that UConn team was that UConn team was nuts, That's though. That's true. Right? Like the Florida you Gators don't have, with Joachim and uh Alfred. Yeah, because they had good teams. Horford. Like in Horford, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is like you don't have like like the Durants and Mellows. Are, are less are less rare are rare sorry are rare compared to teams that are just like you know you got three really good players who just ball out the whole tournament right or you have that one you know under underdog team that has their best player go off for four games like the guy from Oral Roberts right now yeah yeah right right so I, I think that the magic of March Madness isn't necessarily the the big name players but it's that team atmosphere it's the the story of the Cinderella's hopefully, and you can, you can cater to that image by changing how you talk about the March madness. True. True. Or talking about a teams instead of individuals, you can create the narrative about, you know, up and coming Oral Roberts, you know, shot like garbage the first half of the year are all of a sudden unreal and can't miss. I don't know why Drew Martin's not here. He's commenting on our YouTube channel as we're <laughs> speaking. And he's, he, he pitched in, Adam Morrison. Well, absolutely, Adam Morrison. Hey, Drew made a smart basketball comment. Yeah, let's go. Two-time uh, – is he a two-time champion? I think he is. Yeah. Adam Morrison, two-time champion. And NBA, NBA champ. Yeah, that's right. And NBA champ. So, Adam Morrison. What a guy. Um, 
Okay. So what about this? What about this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who is your winner right now for the March Madness tournament? There's been major upsets along the way. Who is your winner for March Madness right now? Hey, the cheesy answer is the fans. Oh, stop, we it. Have, stop we, it. We have been winners for sure. Stop because it. Because I love it. I love it. But if you're talking about teams, you you got to go with a couple. Okay. Oregon State Beavers. Okay. I didn't even know this team existed. <laughs> what do you mean? Until the tourney. Oh, okay. Until okay. the tourney, right? Like, I can't remember the last time I, I watched basketball and saw the Oregon State Beavers. Okay. The next winner is Oral Roberts. Yeah, baby. That's that's right? AG is represent Assemblies of God represented right there. I'm pretty sure. Absolutely. Oral Roberts, baby. That's where I believe that's where Billy Graham went as a to Correct. Speak. Correct. So. So that's another winner. And the last winner is the Pac Ten. Yeah. Or sorry, Pac twelve. Pac twelve, yeah. Like dominating. It's it's insane. You don't have Duke, you don't have UK. All of a sudden these these Pac twelve teams are just destroying everybody. Yeah. Um it's interesting. Like even a team like the Houston Cougars, my, who, who next division, right? Like it's great. Go who, ahead. Who's what your, do you think? Who's your uh, um, favorite? Who's your favorite? Like not to oh. win it, but who who are you cheering for? Because at this Who point, am I cheering for? At this point, you can choose the 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 one number the one number one seed that's favored. But who are you cheering for? Honestly, um, I I really want Oral Roberts to do well. Yeah. I, re- I don't know. I don't know why. I've just kind of, or Houston. I kind of like Houston as well, but um, I'm, I'm hoping for Oral Roberts. Yeah. I really do. I'm de- I hope they can make the next round. I'm definitely with you on Oral Roberts, but I'm also cheering on the legend, the legend, the nun, sister, sister. Oh. Uh, I think Sister Jean is yeah. Loyola, Chicago. And honestly, they play basketball the right way. My they goodness. Period. They play defensive efficient basketball they are tough in the at the rim and they play aggressive on the three-point line it's incredible very spursian yes exactly and a very team oriented very aggressive defensively i love it i love it i and and they basically have nikola Jokic um um 2.0 playing for them so he looks like he could be a, a seven foot tall plumber um, yeah. but this guy does it all. He is Nikola Jokic. He also looks tired all the time, but is it? All the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think this is the kind of, uh, themes that we got to be looking at from now on instead of the one and dones, because it feels like if you are looking at teams and eliminate the one and dones, it's not, there's not guys who are just going to be here one year and then jumping up to kind of assassins, kind of just taking advantage of the system. Let them go to the G league. Yeah. Let them let them let them play against dudes who they think they can dummy for sure, and get dummied themselves. Yeah, and learn a few things. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Okay. Any other surprises? Any other thoughts going into the March Madness? I just love watching the games. Can't wait for the weekend. Unbelievable. You know what? I, I will say this though: Michigan, Michigan has looked real good without with one of their really best players. Juwan Howard is coaching up a storm, man. It's it's nice to see because you see a lot of these ex NBA players trying to coach and yeah. they are not very good at it. The the Patrick Ewing, I really thought he was going to have oh, a good yeah. run because their team was their team was ranked last in their division. 
then won their tournament, their play-in tournament or their championship week, which brought them up pretty well. And I thought they were gelling. I thought they were going to have a decent run, but they totally wet the bed. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of it sometimes is that momentum piece of where you peak, right? Yeah. They may have just used up a lot of energy to get to the tourney and then come March Madness, boom, they just couldn't handle it. It was, uh, yeah, I was just, I, I just feel for Patrick Ewing because he got, yeah. he's in his own stadium, all right, in in New yeah. York, and he's getting harassed by the security guards. Like, come on now. Really? Bad Sam on New York. Ewing. Bad on New York. Let's, uh, before we go, let's, before we check out some NBA action, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Have you ever thought about how well your investments are performing? Have you wanted to understand how the stock market works and how you can look after your financial future, but have been unsure of where or even how to get started? Train to Invest is North America's leading investment education and training corporation with the sole purpose of providing a new way of thinking about wealth management through teaching, training, and coaching individuals in both the art and science of self-directed investing Train to Invest offers a complete education and training experience to empower families to begin their journey of planning for future generations through investment education. To find out more, look at www.traintoinvest.com and download our free ebook. Again, www.train the number 2 invest.com to find our more information about our program and download our free ebook. All right, all right, we're back. And we're going to talk some NBA action. And um, there's been some major trade line frenzy business going on. Yes, hey, Colin, I hit the record up. button. All right, relax. Relax, Colin Beauchamp. Shout out. Shout out to our loyal fan, Colin Beauchamp. Colin. He just got a new a new job, a new permanent job. And uh, so congrats to him um, starting his career. Hey. Go buy some uh, sports drive merch, bro. There we go. We're getting we gotta get Not some. Bacon. Gotta make some first, but we'll we'll do That's it. Fair. We'll do it. <laughs> so NBA trade line frenzy. It always is an emotional time, especially when your teams um are struggling um and looking for some sort of hope, or or if your team is doing well and looking to upgrade. It can be an emotional time. I look at your Spurs. The Spurs are in a great spot in a playoff spot. They're competitive. They're, I've already commented that they're looking for a sale for Lamarcus Aldridge, and yeah. officially have placed Demar Derozan on the trade block, which makes sense. I, I 100 percent agree with these moves. They should have traded both these guys earlier in the year. Yeah, it's, I'm. Yeah. I'm happy that the Spurs are right now. They're seventh in the division, right? Yeah. Are. Being a realistic person, are they going to make a run and win the championship? Mm-mm. Not even maybe. I mean, they might, you know, as it stands, they play the Suns the next round. They could, you know, maybe take that series, you know, if it goes to seven. But the round after that, forget about it. So what's the smart thing? Cash Wait, in on your... What's the smart thing by selling DeMar DeRozan? You gotta get some because what you you're gonna resign him? You're not gonna resign him for what he wants. No. Is he worth twenty five million dollars? No. Absolutely not. He's not. Depends he's on not. the situation. No, because he's going to be too old by the time that contract's done. Mm-hmm. So if you're the Spurs and your timeline is I say meh. Yeah. 
you know I'm right. If you're the Spurs and you know your timeline, your timeline is with the younger guys. Maybe if they had a better coach. Oh, enough. 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 Wait, wait, wait. We got a special something happening right now. Oh, gosh. This is going to mess everything up. But we have a special guest with us right now. Someone decided to come play. Better late than never, right? Better late than never. We're just going to pause for one second. Just going to adjust one screen. And we're going to get Drew. Reverend Drew Martin. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Sorry, boys. They can hear. So why don't you guys keep talking for a sec? I'm just going to adjust this. We're talking Uh, NBA trade deadlines. Go. We're talking about the Spurs and... You got young guys. That's your. That is your timeline. Get rid of this cap fodder. You know, get something back in return. They don't fit your long term plan, and you're not going to pay DeRozan twenty five, thirty million dollars next year. So why keep him? Yeah, he's a nice guy, and you know he's talked about his his issues with mental health and whatever, and that's fine. <laughs> but we're talking about building. We're building a team here. This is, that has nothing to do with basketball. That's a more personal thing. You can't keep a guy just because of a personal thing. You got to make a business decision, right? Wow. We just talked about college basketball being business. NBA is even worse. It's ruthless. It's cutthroat. So you get rid of Mark LaMarcus. You get rid of the Rosen. I don't know who's going to take these guys anyway. But um, yeah, that's the thing. Who's going to take them? Rosen doesn't fit the modern NBA. Like, neither of those guys really do. Really? The Rosen can at least get his own bucket these days. That's the thing. That's the that's the value of Demar is that he will get you a bucket when you need it one on one. Aldridge, he he isn't that same type of guy anymore. You're not gonna get you know 35, 10, and twelve from him, but he can help any sort of team. You know, as as a stretch power forward, stretch center. You know, if Marc Gasol can still have an impact, Aldridge can you know do more than that. So, does Marcus- <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, does he have an impact? Hey, well, I will see. We'll see with LeBron out. We'll see. But I think they're going zero and fifteen. Whatever they play, <laughs> they're terrible. I just, I just think it's time. And I'm glad the Spurs are making the moves. Um, for me, when Tim Duncan retired, all that you know, all that play for the team, whatever it was, died with me. They could trade whoever they wanted after that point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think. It's just tough. It's a tough position to be in because they're in seventh place still. They're in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. Right? And that's, you know, the Warriors are ninth. The Grizz are tenth. Pelicans are down at twelfth. You know, like, it's it's, it's bizarre. Okay. It's bizarre. Okay. So, trade deadline frenzy. We got some crazy ones that have just popped up. The Indiana Pacers have placed... Brogdon and DeMontis Sabonis. They're at least they're taking calls for them. They're taking calls for DeMontis Sabonis and Brogdon. They better be asking for the world. But to me, that's already a giant mistake for them. The Boston yeah. Celtics. I'll let you guys talk in one sec. The Boston Celtics, Marcus Smart, um, two first round picks are on the table for, for someone to take. Um, I think that's a mistake. Um, I still think the Spurs, I don't know really what, know what you get back for DeRozan. So I think that's a mistake because they're in the playoffs, the playoff hunt. The teams that I agree with that have players on the trade block are the Toronto Raptors, sell, sell, sell. 
Orlando Magic, Aaron Gordon, Evan Fournier. Is there anyone the else? Oladipo. Oladipo from Houston. Anyone from Houston, basically, you can sell at this point because they're going to be a rebuild for five years. So John yeah. Wall, I would sell. Oladipo, I would Christian sell. Wood. Christian Wood, yeah, he's not young, so sell him. He's not old either. How old is he? Like 25. 25. Yeah, so. right, you keep him. You keep him. Maybe keep Christian he's, Wood. He's good. Yeah, he's I like good. Christian Wood. Um, you know, I thought kid, he was 27 for some reason. Um, the Warriors are in an interesting position too. Yeah, they're in trouble. Right? They got cap issues coming up. Plus they have, uh, they you know, government, you got to think about what next season really at this point. What's the best to get coming back? They coming back, right? So do you keep Oubre? Do you trade him while he's still hot? Because um, he's an unrest- I think he's an unrestricted next year, right? But they may have the bird rights. So they're in an interesting position because they're outside of the playoffs. You try and package something with Draymond Green and get him out of there, right? I don't Draymond know. Draymond Green, self-proclaimed best defensive player of all time. Yeah, self-proclaimed is the key word. All time. That's that's Scotty Pippen must just be like, honestly, this guy's a moron. Okay, we'll talk about that in a second because I'm going to propose a question. Do you know who Draymond reminds me of? No. The guy we had in our podcast didn't let me speak. <laughs> Shout out to Ben Council. <laughs> I'm still coming for you, Ben Council. I'm coming for you in Mississauga. Don't worry, he doesn't listen. That's true. Hey, he's too busy talking. Too busy talking. All right. <laughs> Shots fired, I know. I so, know. Okay, so what's going on here, boys? Um, maybe let's focus on one team at a time here. Um. Let's start with the Raptors because that's Canada's team. It looks Regarding- it looks like they're going to move at the minimum Norman Powell, and that makes the most sense. But I think most in go terms ahead, of go ahead first, guys. Go wait, ahead first. Sorry, it makes the most sense in terms of getting assets back. Sure, and and cap space. Yeah, but uh, who are you saving the cap space for? Like, we're not getting Giannis. Right, like that. That dream's dead. Kawhi is probably not coming back. Kawhi, right? Yeah. Like, there's no real free agents next year who are gonna. No, Kawhi is on a player not... option next year. Yeah, he's just gonna he's gonna opt out and get more money. It's just what it is. Could it be? Could it be? No. The no. biggest. No, listen. The biggest bust yeah. ever with Kawhi moving to the Clippers. And not even like if, if if they don't win or anything next year, if they don't even make the conference finals next year, would that be one of the biggest like mistakes of all time? Oh, for sure. Right. Especially, well, not ex- not Kawhi going there, but yeah. what the Clippers gave up to get Paul George there. Big. Because S- SGA is looking like a legit star. Oh, mama. And that's a lot of draft capital. Yeah. Oh, mama. SGA is the real deal. But I like the I like the proposed trade that you you told us about in the chat. There, Norman Powell and Lowry for Hero, Robinson, and Nunn from the Heat. Yeah, like I I love that trade. I'd be down I, for that. Gives us depth, and I don't think you lose that much either. No, I think enough of Kyle Lowry's you know essence and leadership has rubbed off on the rest of them already um and kendrick nunn is i think a very good point guard up and coming 
Yeah, he was just hurt before. That's why he didn't look so good. And Hero and Robinson are sharpshooters. Like, yeah. Nasty. They would fit that system well. Yeah. And at the same time, that would make the Miami Heat true contenders this year. Lowry and Norman Powell added to that lineup with Jimmy, yeah. Bam. I don't, I don't think so. I, I would not do that if I was the Heat. You're sacrificing uh, a lot of future games. Future yeah, for sure. I, I'm saying now. No, though, no, I'm not even talking about future. I'm talking about depth at in your team right now. Well, they would still have Drogic and they would still have, they still have lots of depth. I think. They, I, I think uh, when you make, if you make a massive trade like that though, you're really messing up the chemistry, right? Cause you don't have a ton of time to get these guys acclimated to the system. It's going to be a big change for both Norman and Lowry. Who've only, who've played so long in Toronto. Right. So yeah, going from Tampa to Miami, not a big deal, but Culture-wise, it's probably similar, but playing style, different story. So if you guys are Toronto Raptors, do you look to either retool or blow it up? I trade Lowry. I trade Siakam. Build around OG. Drew? And Van Vliet. Yeah, I, I build around OG and Van Vliet. Yeah, yeah, and Van Vliet. What do you think, resident Ontarian? I, what would, do you think? I would keep Siakam. I'd keep oh. OG, and I'd keep Van Vliet. I keep Boucher. Oh, I keep Boucher. I like Boucher, but it depends on the price. I think I, think, I don't think I think Siakam's value is only going to get lower from here. So I think now's the time to field some calls on him. I'm a, See if you can get a bonus out of it. I'm a total believer in Siakam still. Um, I think he. By the way, the Pacers the Pacers looking to get rid of Brogdon and Sabonis. Those I are two bonus in a heartbeat. I would take either of those players in a heartbeat. Like it's it's ridiculous that they're trying to get rid of them. I don't understand. Um, like if if you're gonna get rid of someone on that team, like shop Miles Turner. Absolutely, like, yeah. shop Miles yeah. Turner. Not that Miles Turner is a bad dude. No, he fit that he's not a star. Him. Those two other guys are stars. Yeah, I think I think Miles Turner has a chance. Right, well, let's hold the brakes here. I don't think Brogdon's a star. I think he's. Oh, a I think I think he's a star. If Good if we can call Chris Middleton a stun a star, we can call Brogdon a star. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Look, Milwaukee should never have let that kid go. True, hundred percent. Right, I would think they should have got rid of Bledsoe. Yeah, a Brogdon, Middleton, Giannis team. Ooh, yeah, is tough. For sure. But if I'm the, if I'm the Raptors, I'm trying to trade for Sabonis. Okay. So Raptors, that's what you're doing the Raptors. If you're the Pacers, you're not trying to sell. You're trying to bring someone in to add to that core, right? They yeah, try and to... sell them on Siakam. But you, you tried to sell Sabonis for Siakam? Powell, Powell and Siakam for Sabonis. But I'm saying from the Pacers' point of view, from the Pacers' point of view, you don't want to do that, right? No. Right. I don't know. Well, Maybe. it depends how high you are on Siakam. I am pretty high on Siakam, but... Uh, exactly, and Siakam someone else might be too. Yeah, that's true. Siakam at the four, Miles at the five, that's a long front court. True. And they still have TJ Warren, who hasn't played a game. Like, has yeah, he played at all this year? That's a big And Lambert is just point. starting to play, right? Yeah. So. Okay, so what about the Celtics? Why are the Celtics in, like, a sell-sell-sell mode here? I think you're a capitalize on Marcus Smart. He is his value is not going to get much higher than this. Um, they need something. I like I like Brown. 
I love Tatum. Kemba Walker's been a bust. Whoa. He has been. Not a bust. He has been. He's been hurt. He's been hurt for so many games. Okay? But the thing that really is in the Celtics' back pocket is they have a $28 million trade exception. So they can absorb somebody's big salary. Who's out there that is unhappy? Who would fit the Celtics profile? Do you really think Aaron Gordon would make a huge difference for them? They have nobody in the paint. They literally have nobody in the paint. It's true. Tristan Thompson, absolute disaster. Tice, great at setting picks. And great at getting rebounds. Yeah, decent defense. Yeah, decent. But the guy can't score in the NBA. Aaron Gordon will run the lanes. He'll dunk, hit a few mid-range jimmies, maybe a three. And he might just be excited to get out of Orlando. I think I think a lot of people aren't as high on him because he really hasn't done a lot. But if you look at it early in his career, he had coach after coach after coach after coach, system after system. There's no been no it hasn't been a, st- a stable presence for that development. You, you see that all the time with players, especially young guys, right? I think he goes to the south. If Joel frozen, good. Finally, we get a word in too. Um, he can stop talking about Aaron Gordon. Yeah, stop talking about Aaron Gordon. He's terrible. Um, he he is awful. I wouldn't want Aaron Gordon for like. You'd have to give me something to take Aaron Gordon basically on the on the even on the Raptors because he's just he he doesn't do anything well. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, Not even he doesn't have a standout thing, right? I get it. And he can't shoot, and he keeps shooting. So, okay, what about the Lakers? Now, the Lakers have talked about shipping uh, Montrez Harrell, and now they're in a downward spiral now that LeBron James is out for minimum four weeks more. Could be up to seven, maybe even eight. Who knows with his age? Um, we know he's superhuman and all that kind of things, but, you know, those high ankle sprains, they, they, they take time. They're not going to rush 80 back. They could literally drop. They could literally drop to below sixth in the next two weeks if they don't win a game. Below the sixth with, spot. Without AD and LeBron, they are one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. So what do they do? What do they but do? Do you them? want to? They, what can they can't do anything? They trade yeah. their. They don't future. have. They don't have any trade assets. They have picks Who? and they have Kuzma? Montrez Harrell. Kyle Kuzma. Is he frozen again? I think I think Come you, on. you keep freezing there, coach. Um sorry. Okay, give me a second. Um no, okay. I think you just have to you have to bring in someone that's gonna get you to stay in the playoffs at this point for the Lakers. There's no other option. But how? How would you do that? Yeah, I don't. I don't see how the how what what picks do they have? They're not going to be high picks. Yeah, but still, first rounders are worthwhile, even if they're down the line. You can go up to four years, right? They're not. In four years, their first round pick could be great. 
right? Yeah, I'm not, gam- I'm not gambling on that, though. And who would you, if you're an executive, who would you trade for? Like, who, who could they possibly get that would move the needle enough to put them in a position? Because all they have to do is stay in the playoffs, which they will. If you're the Toronto Raptors and they offer you... Who cares if they're sixth? Montrez Harrell and a pick, a first-round pick for Kyle Lowry. Would you say no? Yes. Why? If I'm, the, if I'm the Lakers, I don't even know why I would even make that. Because, okay, look. I like it from the Raptors' point of view because we get a, a big man. Sure. But from the Lakers' point of view, that makes no sense. I think it does. Schroeder, How? Lowry, a stable, stable point guard. Who plays the center position? AD when he's back. Right? We don't know when he's coming back. And and the idea for the Lakers is the buyout market, right? They're waiting for Andre Drummond. They're waiting for JaVale McGee again. Um, potentially a few yeah, others. LaMarcus Aldridge. If you're getting Andre Drummond... That's that's the belief, right? That they believe they're getting Andre Drummond. Well, where else is he going to go? He's not going to the Nets. Why not? <laughs> Who knows? The Nets are getting everybody. Yeah. He's not Could going to the Raptors. That's what we know. Oh, yeah. No free agents un- will go there. He might go to the Clippers, though. Maybe. They would have the cap space. They he could make the cap space. Probably. I think the the Lakers have like three point five million. The Clippers have one point seven something like that. So. Okay. I think what you gotta do is you gotta find a way to trade Schroeder. But they need him. You know, he's terrible. He, he averages like high teens of points, isn't he? He's, he's probably the highest value of anyone else on that team. What do you get back he, for Schroeder, though? Somebody, I don't know. Maybe Sh- Kelly Oubre? Sh- Schroeder, Harrell, and a pick for Lowry and Norman Powell? I wouldn't be too happy about the Schroeder part, but... I'm just saying, that gets you a few wins. Norman Powell, Kyle Kuzma... Kyle Lowry. It gives you the shooting that you that you that you need on the wings because they don't have great shooters. No. They need lots of help, really. But regardless, okay. So this trade light. This is the this is how the rest of this week is playing out, my friends. For those of you that have been following sports, the rest of this week plays out up until Thursday. Thursday's the trade deadline for the NBA, so it's going to be wild until then. And then we will still have continued NFL free agency frenzy as there's still quarterbacks up in the air. Um, Russell Wilson has not has been cryptic in his tweeting um, yes. and, and all these kinds of things. So there's lots of quarterbacks up in the air and not settled. Deshaun the Watson might be going to jail. Yeah, who knows what's happening with the job? Hey, innocent till proven guilty. I'm not casting any judgment. Um, but it's probably not a good thing when there's 14 Alleged assaults already, um, yeah. but innocent till proven guilty. That's the law. Um, and then after that is back into March Madness, where <laughs> we have just so many Cinderella stories. So this is a great a week be. ahead of sports. Even we got the Masters coming up. I was too. just gonna say. I was just gonna say the Masters coming up. The 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 group of death. Uh, who's in that group? At, do you know? Do you know Drew? No. Okay. Anyways, there's a group of death. I can't remember who's in it, but it's a, it's a. I, I just saw the article. 
Um, but anyways, there's it's just filled with sports. This is gonna be awesome. Um, let's talk Draymond Green for a second, okay? He made the comment, "Greatest defensive player of all time." Okay, here's his here's the argument for Draymond Green, is that he can quarterback a defense. He can cover one through five. Name someone else that can do that. He can't cover one through five. He cannot. That's absolute hearsay. He can okay? kind of cover one through five. No, he can't. You, you put him on Trey Young, Trey Young's lighting him up. You put him on Luka. Luka yeah, because he's too slow. Maybe. He's too slow. You put him on Kyle Lowry, sure. Hey. Sure, he can lock down Lowry. Stop it. No one can lock He's not down covering Jokic, that's for sure. Yeah, that's true. He's that's Embiid is getting destroyed by. Even Gobert. Mm. Yeah, Gobert would dummy him too. Gobert, you just got to push Gobert outside of the paint, okay? Gobert's too long, though. Yeah, Easier true. said than done. Easier said than done. I think, I think Draymond three or four years ago, sure, he could cover one through five okay. adequately. Even three or four but, years ago, Draymond. Yeah, but here's the yeah. thing. Go ahead, Drew. Go ahead. I don't even think he's the best defensive player of his era like all time like it's ridiculous it it's a ridiculous statement i'm not trying to argue for him i'm just I know. I giving know. some ideas of why tony allen then tweeted back at him saying he's the best <laughs> defensive player of all time um, tony allen needs to shut up t- tony allen yes yes tony allen didn't didn't kobe call tony allen the greatest defender or the best defender that ever defended him or something. He said he's he said one of the toughest is one Tony the Allen. Top. He mentioned Tony and Allen. Tony Allen's a uh, Tony Allen is a great on the ball defender. I won't take that away from him. But you're you're trying to tell there's no Scotty Pippen would trounce all these guys. Yeah. Because the thing about Scotty, not only will he shut down the best player at times, right? He can still put points on the board. Yeah. Draymond gets celebrated for putting a bunch of singles up. Great. Tony Allen couldn't hit a layup to save his life. So anyway, it came up. Anyways. Oh, uh, Raptors reportedly. The Heat is going. Uh, the Raptors and Heat trade discussions are uh, are heating up right now as we speak. Just got the notification. If we'll, they can we'll pull La- uh, Duncan, Hero, and Kendrick Nunn. Can we just? Can we just? Is that something you heard, or is it just something you made up? No, that's that's the <laughs> legitimate trade offer that's been on the table. I I don't know if they'll give up Hero though. I'm just saying Hero's if, good. If Masai really can pull Hero, Robinson, and none, come on, that will be a miracle. They couldn't pull Giannis, so. Well, no one could. No one could. Um. Anyways, I brought up the Draymond Green stuff because the big. <laughs> The big debate has been um, who's the defensive player of the year this year. And uh, it's interesting because the conversation kind of went to where we were already talking about. Rudy Gobert talked about how he's the defensive player of the year. And Ben Simmons was talking about how he was. Um, it's it's kind of sad that they're trying to fight for their own cases. But put that aside. Ben Simmons says he does way more and can cover. He says he can cover one through five. Oh, my goodness. Rudy Gobert can only cover bigs. I think... Before, I'll say one more thing. Rudy Gobert responded saying, it's about impact. 
So both kind of like Ben Simmons is pretty, it's pretty amazing. I would give him covering one through four legitimate, not five, but one through four, but Rudy Gobert, bigger impact. Let's see. What do you guys think? Well, I, I think, I think Gobert on the defensive side does affect, it affects the whole team's game plan. Like, yeah, Ben Simmons can lock down one guy, but Gobert can sort of affect – it doesn't even matter if he's guarding you. You have to be aware of him when you're going to the hoop. Big time. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with Drew 100%. I, I think Ben Simmons is a great defender, but his impact is more on the offensive side. Whereas Gobert, you funnel everything into Gobert. Although, so, although – you put up someone like Jokic or Embiid against Gobert, they're still getting theirs against Gobert. Yeah, I think, but I think that's a system issue because Gobert does so much for that defense. He can't just concentrate on guarding his guy one hundred percent, right? He's gotta, he's gotta guard his guy. They funnel guys to him. He's gotta, you know, watch the entire the rim and protect the rim and do that kind of stuff. Well, you're the one who is going to have to tell Coach Snyder because he's a super villain and he's going to, you know, get you. Like, it's just trouble. Okay. Super villain, number one in the West. If I say anything, I'm not going to be here next pod. Yeah. So, also Utah. So, don't go to Utah. You won't be here next pod for sure. Hey, they're all black guys on the team anyway. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So, you guys, you guys are really just saying go bear number one. You're not taking, so. you're not taking account how hard it is to lock someone down in the NBA these days. But no one can lock down anyone. Ben Simmons is pretty close. Yeah, the NBA there's just so many good scores in the NBA. I know, but Ben Simmons is pretty close. I know. But I, here's here's the thing though. Ben Simmons can lock down his guy. Ro- Gobert can lock down his guy other than a few centers and affect the rest of the like well, and he affects – you have to be aware of him because his arms are so – like you can't take a shot anywhere he's near He's the Stifel Tower, 100%. I just say yeah. like Ben Simmons can chase block, chase down guys, and he can also disrupt the passing lanes, right? Um, I think Ben Simmons looks flashier playing defense. Yeah, for sure that. Right? I think that – and I think part of it – he might also get DPOY votes because people are tired of voting for Gobert. And no one wants to vote for Draymond, really. No one no. wants to vote for Draymond. Draymond's stock has just tanked. Absolutely tanked. If the Warriors could somehow trade away Draymond, Wiggins, and keep Oubre, that'd be unreal. No, I like Wiggins. Trade Oubre. Uh, I like Oubre better. Oubre's been playing way better this year. No. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. Wiggins looks so bad. You guys... Stop it. Wiggins has been good. He just dropped 40 points the other night. Did they win? They did. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> it's really not fun watching the Golden State Warriors without Steph Curry. It's just the truth. Um, yeah. But even, you know, honestly, though, like. With Steph I'm Curry, saying, they're fun. I'm telling you. They're super fun. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying Steph's overrated, but he yeah. has to find. No, no, no. He has to find a way. I think the hype around him is overrated. He's got to find a way to stay healthy. And really make an impact on this team because they need him. He fell he on can't... his tailbone in. I don't know. It's like, come on. Like, just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. You're I just, right. I yes, just, he does have to find a way to stay high, healthy. I just have a high standard of what I expect of the stuff because he can do it. Um, but like he has a, I don't know. He just there just seems something off when he's not playing the way he had like he's used to playing, like fun loving. I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the crazy deep threes because it just takes your team out of possession. But like, they miss Clay. Clay did a lot for this team that people don't realize. Very underappreciated, Clay. Yeah. Clay Thompson. I will say this: Luca Magic has been something special since All All Star break. And well, when you hit on a ref, I mean, that's just something yeah, else. That's just brilliant, first of all. But the Dallas Mavericks—they're the real deal here. Can you define real deal? Huh? Define real deal. Yeah, I'm about to, especially with the Lakers, with many unknowns with the Lakers, the Dallas Mavericks are right there in contention to make the NBA Finals. They are, oh. they are absolutely the Clippers' kryptonite just because of matchups. Um, but they are right there. I'm telling you, Denver would kill them. I don't know about that. I don't know about oh. that. A healthy Kristaps Porzingis. Healthy, if you give me a healthy Dallas versus a healthy Denver, I'm picking Denver in six. I will go Dallas. In fact... Den- Denver in five. <laughs> I was thought you were going to say sweep. I'll say sweep. The way Michael Porter Jr. is playing right now, He's like balling. that team... He's balling. Yeah. Come on. He's Come balling. on. I can't take anything away from Denver. Denver, for sure, yes, there are... In contention. Because that was that was the one thing we said. If Michael Porter Jr. can start playing like a legit star, or th- at least a third third wheel, yeah, like that's a great third wheel. Yeah, big time. <laughs> yeah, big no. time. and then Will Barton. Will Barton's still playing really well. Yeah, their depth. All, they have depth. They have stops. everything. They have everything. Yeah. And Gary Harris hasn't been back, has he? No, nope. I don't think so. Uh, I think I like Gary limited, Harris. Very limited back. It hasn't been back to full, Gary Harris. Okay, boys, let's wrap it up. We will be on next week again, um, potentially with a special guest, but we're not going to tell you who. Bum, bum, bum. That means you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's very true. I'm kind of waiting on actually you, Drew, to figure out if your guy can come um, oh. come join us. So, um, yeah. I actually have a couple gifts coming your guys' way eventually. Um, from, from one of our sponsors, I'm wearing one of our sponsors hoodies here, God, the father apparel here. And, um, got a t-shirt that says, uh, uh, I can do all things on it. And the back of the sweater says relentless. Um, God, the father apparel is one of our new sponsors. You guys can use sports, uh, use code sports 15, check them out. You can check them out through our Instagram page and get a 15% discount. And, uh, I got some. A shirt and a sweater coming your guys' way. Um, Colin Beauchamp, are you paying attention? Yeah, he just got a new job. Colin Beauchamp, go check out that sponsor and go buy something for so that we can. uh, uh, I don't know. We can we can pay Kobe's food bill. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) My friends, thanks for tuning in today. We'll have this up on our podcast platforms um, sometime soon, and we will see you guys. Later. Um, Check us out. Instagram, Twitter. There we go. Website, Facebook. And that's it. Peace out, world. Peace. Peace.